Welcome to Superhero Century, the podcast where we watch and discuss every superhero movie since the year 2000. I am Dan. I'm Tom. I'm Matt. And I'm Kat. Usually, we watch superhero movies in chronological order, but today is a special episode. It's the 50th special. We have watched 50 movies on this podcast. It happened. Debatable on some of those being movies, but the 50th nonetheless. So we've got a fun lineup of things to do on this episode. One, we're just going to celebrate. We made it. Nice job, everybody. Looks like we made it. So we've got some questions and some categories to break down the 50 movies just for fun. And then we've got a movie draft. I'm forcing the four of us to do a sports-related activity with... There are 50 movies. We're going to draft our team of superhero movies based on what we've seen. It's going to be a good time. Stick around for that. And we'll have no way to measure them up against each other, so it's really going to be meaningless. (laughs) It'll be fun. Also, that's our relationship in a nutshell. Dan forcing us to do sport things. And spreadsheets. And spreadsheets. But first, let's just talk about where we've been. We started this podcast March of 2020, right before COVID hit. We, we recorded one episode, X-Men. We made podcasts before people were shut-ins, yeah. so we are, we are acceptable. We're not hipster assholes. We, we recorded one podcast. We did not release it, other than we put it on YouTube, I think. A release is important, Dan. It's yeah. so weird to think about. I mean, like, I'm not going to drag on because we do this in our day-to-day lives, but like, it's so weird to think about the last two years, but to think that we started this before knowing what was to come is absolutely wild to me. We did it in your old apartment, Matt and Kat. Yeah. The podcast? Oh, did we actually? Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember that? No, I apparently like blocked that. Yeah. Yeah. At the kitchen table. The podcast. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then after COVID happened, we're like, okay, well, guess what? We won't do this anymore. And we didn't record another episode for seven months. <laughs> yep. Only our, seven. Our fan was upset. Um, yeah, we came back in like October, I think, of 2020 and started doing episodes That seems then. premature. <laughs> I, we, <laughs> <laughs> seems like bad health decisions on our part. I mean, the, the three of you were already basically together, so it that, was just, just me coming in, basically. I think that's the big thing is that once these two moved next door to me and we essentially just potted up. The podcast? Indeed. We have to give a shout out to our guest stars. We've had Kevin, Pat, Jen, Alec, Max, and Abby. Little Mo with the gimpy leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can go on forever, baby. Always a good time to have him on. Um, okay. A couple things before we get into our questions. Some fun facts. Debatable. We have been downloaded in 54 countries. Ooh. Lots of downloads, obviously, in the US, UK, Good listenership in France, Australia, Germany, Canada. Shout out to everyone around the world listening. We really appreciate it. Love you. Okay, so before we get into the movie draft, which is going to be a great time. I just know it. Um, <laughs> You're trying to sell this so hard. I am. <laughs> just some questions for the group. Yeah. And we'll start with this one. Of the 50 films, what was the biggest positive surprise? What kind of was like, you know what? That was kind of fun. Or like maybe maybe it's a movie, maybe it's a moment, maybe it's a character. What was the biggest surprise for you? Cat, I see a I see a wicked smile well, on your okay. face. Okay, it's because the the question that was originally proposed to us was just what was the biggest surprise? In which case, I feel like the biggest surprise of the last 50 episodes was when I got a cameo from Jamie Kennedy okay, and right. proposed <laughs> it to the table, which um, I still truly like think is the funniest thing. The fact that I had to keep that to myself for like even five days or something is maybe the hardest secret I've ever had to keep. And that probably says a lot. You are a nightmare person. I know I am. For context, we made fun of Jamie Kennedy on a podcast for Son of the Mask. 
Kat took that personally, reached out to Jamie Kennedy and got him to tell us how wrong we were. As though I'm like a Jamie Kennedy, like super fan or something. Uh, the best, I just love Scream. The best part of it is that the cameo really just confirmed what we said. It really did. Um, but I feel like Underdog was the biggest surprise. I, I went into that with no expectations or thinking it was going to be really dumb. And it's, it was dumb, but I had a great time. I, I have that <laughs> as one of my options here, too. It's not good. It's not a good movie. Did I regret watching it? No. Maybe we had just been beat down by so many bad movies around then that watching Underdog was like a, br- a breath of fresh air. That's very possible. <laughs> uh, my other one was Sky High. I, I had not seen it prior mm. to this podcast, and that is definitely better than it needs to be. Again, not I wouldn't say it's necessarily good, but I had a I had a fun time with it, and especially for like the horrifying list of kids superhero movies from this era that's definitely the the cream of the crop i thought about that too even though i had seen it just because it it did hold up and that was a nice surprise but for me constantine had never seen constantine didn't think much of it but it's great i had an awesome time with constantine i'd watch that again that's probably in my top 10 of the 50 you, that tickles me so much because i loved that movie growing up i'm a little upset to be to be going last because it's really between those two that you just said. Because okay. growing up, I remember Sky High having trailers, but not being like, ah, it feels like a made-for-Disney, like Disney Channel original movie. I'm like, I'll wait till it's on TV, and I never watched it. I didn't watch it until years later, um, and then we rewatched it for the podcast. And I, I do think it's fun. I love the cast. Uh, and then Constantine, I had zero expectations, and I think it was pretty well done, all in all. Nice. Okay, the opposite of that, what was your biggest disappointment? in 50 episodes it could be something you'd seen before it could be a new thing anything that really disappointed you i'm just gonna jump in and say that i'm upset with myself uh that i i watched jonah hex again (laughs) because i was burned on the stove once and i always told myself dan grabbed your hand and put it right back on that burner (laughs) yeah uh i really really am upset about jonah hex because that's very unfortunate i have to go with the spirit you know obviously didn't have a good reputation so I wasn't expecting much from it. But of all the things that could have been an interesting, exciting movie, uh, it just, it, oh boy, it's bad. With that movie, I think of, I think of all the movies we've seen, no movie has more quickly made me go, oh, this is a nightmare, uh, than when Samuel Jackson pulls a toilet out of nowhere and just throws it at our main character. I went, oh boy, <laughs> we're, in for, we're in for a rough ride. My biggest disappointment, I think, was Blade 2, which we watched a long time ago now. But knowing Guillermo del Toro, one of our favorite directors, I hadn't seen the movie, but I'd seen stills and different like shots of it before. And we went to the Guillermo del Toro art exhibit and had a bunch of stuff from the movie. I was really looking forward to it. And then it just kind of became a very bland like monster movie that didn't really work for me. And I don't know. I was hoping that would be the one like, okay, this is like a really cool cult movie. And it's just, just, I don't like it very much. I like the first Blade a lot more. My biggest disappointment was probably my super ex-girlfriend. I can easily go into any like comedy, rom-com, like even if it's bad, I usually like, I mean, I throw on anything. Like everyone at this table can testify. I watch the worst of the worst and often still like get a good laugh out of it and find enjoyment. But my super ex-girlfriend was just so disappointing and like didn't know who its audience was. And it was just not fun in any way, shape or form. And I wanted it to be like dumb fun. 
I forgot how bad that was. It that was, was really bad. Just for context, we did rate all of these movies on a scale from one to ten. Um, the bottom five. You ready for this? Yeah. We'll we'll start from best to worst. We'll end with the worst here. Okay. Um, so in, you're going forty five to fifty. Yeah, forty six to fifty essentially. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, Jonah Hex with a score of one point eight. Very upset. Yes. <laughs> the Spirit a one point three. Oof. Catwoman one point three. Meow. Son of the Mask a one. Smoking. <laughs> and Zoom a one. Zoom yeah. and Son of the Mask are tied for last. On the opposite end, the top five. Number one has got to be. Well, we'll start with five. Oh. Five is Iron Man with an 8.0. Yes. Batman Begins with an 8.3. Certainly. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, 8.5. Indeed. Dark Knight, 8.5. Ah. And The Incredibles. I knew that was number 8. one. 8.8. Yep. So, very different spectrum there. I don't love that Scott Pilgrim's up there, but what can you do? I mean, you you have to admit it's a better movie than most of what we've watched. I mean, yeah. If you took Scott Pilgrim out for reasons, then Watchmen would be in the top five. That, that feels more fitting. Yeah, yes. and Spider-Man 2, just outside of number seven. Oh. Breaks your heart, I bet. It does, yeah. Okay. Poor Doc Ock, Kyle Who, Nicole. Whoever is, uh, has first pick for the draft, just pick Spider-Man 2. Just <laughs> yeah. get it out of Dan. Oh, I've, Dan. Already, I've already thought about all the dick moves I can <laughs> have on this. Cripple Dan now. Oh, I've man. never done any kind of draft thing before, but I'm immediately realizing what kind of human I am by being like, what kind of moves can I make here? I love it. I love it. Next question is, what is your favorite action sequence in the, these 50 movies? I've got some like nominees, and I don't, I don't think I got all of them. I probably forgot some good ones, but... Here's what I kind of came up with. We've got Dash versus the Flying Saucer Guards in Incredibles. Mm. Um, we've got the Harvey Dent Convoy in Dark Knight. We're um, going to truck this Harvey, trucking through the night. We've got the Clock Tower fight in Spider-Man 2. We've got Tony escaping the cave in Iron Man the okay. first time. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. The Nightcrawler assassination attempt in X2 that mm. opens that movie. Mm-hmm. I've got Hit Girl taking out Frank's tower in Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. And then I've got, just for fun, the chandelier machine gun turning in Punisher <laughs> Warzone. Get out of here. I hate you, Dan. I hate you so much sometimes. I'm, I'm probably missing some good ones, but those are the big ones I thought of. Any, anything else I missed there? So, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of the problem is we've watched so much of it. I mean, you've got the um, X2 fight in the facility with Weapon X. I don't know if you count it as an action sequence, but one of my favorite scenes of all the movies we've watched is the Magneto too much iron and pulling it out of yeah. a human being. Like, don't know where you rely that to be on like an action sequence. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. You also could say the cage match with Wolverine when we first meet him is a pretty fun action yeah. set piece as well. Maybe my pick is purely nostalgia based, but uh, the train scene from Batman Begins is... Like the ending of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I don't know if it's just pure nostalgia. It might not be like that. No, that's, good. that's but, a good one. We, we also talked about in Iron Man 2, the kill box scene is just really fun. Yeah. It is really fun. I think that my pick for this, for probably the best action sequence that we've watched in these 50 movies has to be, and, and you kind of limited it a little bit, but the entire like jungle chase sequence in The Incredibles mm-hmm. from the point where they're all kind of separated and doing their own things to when they come together. I would probably pick that, but I, I think just to differentiate, I, I'll go with the Harvey Dent convoy because that is the best part of the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight is awesome. So it's it's a great scene. Yeah, that's literally my only other contender for top spot. <laughs> and I know we said it in the podcast back then, but when I think of the convoy scene, that is IMAX to me. Mm-hmm. Like the semi flipping over, if you're like, what was IMAX to you? It's literally that sequence. 
So yeah, I, I'd agree with the the Harvey Dent truck sequence as well. I do like the clock tower fight in Spider-Man 2 a lot. Yeah, but I know. You can I mean, control yourself. It is perhaps not a surprise that we all pick scenes from the movies near the top. <laughs> we did, yeah. Can I, can I piggyback off this? Yeah. What is the best action sequence in a bad movie? That's a good question. That is a good qu- Well, you'd probably say Punisher Warzone, you sick jerk. Punisher Warzone has some fun action sequences, especially the, the parkour guys jumping and he blows <laughs> them out of the air with the bazooka. <laughs> that, those, are not, those aren't good action sequences. That's the they're best just, worst one, yeah, they're hands just, down. They're fun, but they're not good, so I'm not going to count that. I feel like there was enough fun in like Ghost Rider or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, just watching Cage light on fire. I mean, Blade 2 and Blade Trinity both have some fun action scenes. They do. What about that bank robber? scene from Catwoman. I don't know if it counts as a bad movie because we have it in the middle, but Spider-Man 3 does have some good sequences. Yeah. <sighs> I guess. Okay, next question. Who was your favorite villain? I feel like my pick is kind of like I have different picks based on like why. I think as an overall villain, Magneto is just like one of the best of all time. Um, but I think in terms of just like a fun villain, Glass is like maybe not the best portrayal, but just like a very fun, memorable character. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Heath Ledger's Joker. I uh, I hate that that whole I, speech to like, go for the no. Ugh. But like, don't get me wrong. I we talked about this, and like, I agree that I think people who say the Dark Knight is my favorite movie, I'm kind of like I groan at that. But his performance is pretty undeniably great. I mean, also as a villain, he's one of the most terrifying. And just like memorable. I mean, I think of these movies that we've watched and you're like, who? And of course, part of that is just growing up watching that movie. But not all of the villains we've gotten through these movies have been super memorable. So obviously he is at the top. I agree that he's probably the best, but I have to be on brand and pick Doc Ock. I knew you were gonna. Um, I was kind of hoping Cat would pick it before you. Just... Alfred Molina, just so good. He had the resurgence in Spider-Man No Way Home this past year. Spoiler just, alert. Just love him. Matt, go. I, w- I want you to go next year. I'm well, curious. Yeah, that's fair. So I, Kat had mentioned, uh, you know, Samuel Jackson, and I considered that, but I'm not much of a glass man. Um, so <laughs> I think what I'm going to go with is is probably Magneto, because Ian McKillen is a fabulous actor, probably one of the finest actors of all time, and uh, he sells Magneto. It just it makes him menacing. Uh, his character will only get better uh, as it goes on through the X-Men series, but I got to give it up for Magneto. Which movie are you picking him from? I, I will probably pick the second one, mm-hmm. even though it's really... The first one with like like his origin and seeing second one is good though. That's when he escapes prison. Yeah, that's yeah. it's for that scene alone where it's just you watch him break out of a plastic cell and it's fantastic. So you're all predictable, um, which is why I was hanging out to be last because literally those three are the ones I have. Mm-hmm. Like those those are the only three real contenders: Joker, Doc Ock, Magneto. Mm-hmm. I think Syndrome is in there too. I think he might be in the four. Syndrome is just enough of a screw up though. Yeah, he's um, a kids villain. I know this is just going to upset Matt, but I do have to choose the Joker if we're going off a single movie. I think Magneto wins for like being, you know, this continuing villain who has this very rich origin story, who has, you know, these this this role in the prequels and sequels, stuff like that. But just for a single standalone, not standalone, but for a single movie. Dark Knight Joker. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. What was the best? Unintentional comedic moment. Easy. 
<laughs> so a, mo- a part in the movie that wasn't necessarily played for laughs, but we got a lot of laughs out of. So that's the problem if is that... we don't all agree on this... There are just a lot of things that are... Har- it's hard to tell how much they understood like the humor of it if, right. if we are laughing with them or at them. I've gotten the most laughs, like maybe of the last year, podcast or not, from... Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because you know exactly yes, what I said. Yeah. If it's not everyone picking Mr. Electric, send him to the principal's office and have him expelled. <laughs> like, then what is it? That's from Shark <laughs> Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. That is like the funniest thing. I mean, I've watched that YouTube clip and like different <laughs> variations of it of people who did it in like slow mo and people who added like that. And I've watched, I mean, I, like, I've gotten. I've gotten some good like laugh to like cried moments watching that, so I can I can attest to that. I mean, you could put the entire just like child acting in Shark Boy and Lava Girl as an unintentional comedic moment because it's, it's all so bad. It's funny. so bad. Those poor kids didn't have a chance. But like, okay, so talking about things like blowing up McGinty with a bazooka, like that clearly was played for laughs. Yeah. Like clearly that's funny, but I don't know if they realized why it was funny. Like I I wonder if they think it's funny for a different reason. Some other nominees I, I went with. I, mean, I, I think you're right because it's like I don't even know why we're having this conversation, you guys. That part's so funny. <laughs> Shark Boy, Lava Girl. Uh, I'm sure that our our frequent <laughs> listeners have are just so in tune with all of our mental illnesses at this point. <laughs> yes. Um, some other nom- nominees I wrote down: the Catwoman basketball scene. Yeah, that that's funny. <laughs> again is a thing though, where it's like kind of played for laughs, but they're. They're laughing at something uh, differently. I don't think they're playing I, for I laughs. I don't think they're playing it for laughs. They're, they're, I think they thought it was cool. They're playing it for like good-hearted, like fun scene, but not like this is so terrible. Right, but that's what I'm saying though. Is that like I don't know? It's it's like a weird it thin cool. line. I don't. I mm. uh, other nominees: Samuel L. Jackson in the in the spirit, which. I think he's kind of playing for some laughs there, but it's it's rough. If but he's again, not playing it for laughs, what is he we're doing? We're laughing for a different reason than what was intended. Here. Right. That's where I'm getting tripped up. Yeah. I don't know. I've also got the Jonah Hex voiceover, all the terrible just like origin stuff that he has. Uh, I wish I could say I laughed. And Dan. then my final nominee here is the uh, Hallelujah sex scene in Watchmen. Oh, I mean, God. That, that is a good option. <laughs> What about the dream song from Shark Boy and Lava Girl okay. 2? Okay, <laughs> just that whole movie. <laughs> I'm going with the Catwoman basketball scene. I figured you might. Yeah, again, you're predictable. I'm probably going to throw in with Cat and be like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, if I don't laugh, I'll just weep. So, <laughs> yes. I also have watched a lot of those YouTube clips with her, and it, it does crack me up. <laughs> so funny. I think because I'm having such difficulty with this category, I'm going to go with Watchmen Hallelujah sex scene because Watchmen is a pretty good movie and then that just happens. And you know that it's happening for, you know, comic reasons and stuff like that and and you have but it just does not play out, right? Okay. We're moving to the movie draft. Bum, this bum, bum. is going to be fun. So, there are 50 movies on the board. We are each going to draft 5 of them. For each team. We each have a team, four teams. Everyone gets five. However, you can't just pick any five. We have certain positions and categories you have to fill on each team. Here are those categories. So the first one is Blockbuster. And we've narrowed that down to anything that made over $250 million worldwide. I thought this was movie we rented at Blockbuster. No, this is total gross. So that's about, I think, 18 of the 50 were Blockbusters. Okay. That, that counts. 
Next category is low budget, which means a budget under $50 million. That accounts for 14 of the movies. So those ones are pretty simple. The next one gets a little tougher. Made for kids. Anything that was made for a child audience, not like we weren't. We're not kind of like Spider Man or X Men, even though kids could see that. That's we're more. all somebody's children, man. <laughs> <laughs> We've got eight movies made for kids. Okay, that's um, gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna a be tight tough. category. Yeah. The next one is standalone. Any movie that doesn't have a direct sequel, and we were leaning on this, so like we included hulk even though incredible hulk came around like the eric banna angley hulk it's one and done so things like hulk things like sky high things like underdog things like that fall under standalone and then final category is wild card you can take whatever you want in the wild card category so that's a good way to scoop up anything that's left over that you really want the way it'll work we'll get a draft order We'll go through that order in the first round, and then it's a snake order. So the second round, we will go the opposite order. Third round, we'll go the opposite order again, and we will keep going until we have our team. We'll recap our teams at the end, figure out who won the draft, who has the best team of we'll movies. We'll debate. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you're going you're gonna to write down what we pick? I am. Okay. Yep. Everyone understand the rules? Yeah. I assume there will be uh, arguments and clarifications later. <laughs> yep. So you'll, you'll draft your movie, maybe give a little spiel about why you want it on your team, and we'll go from there. So first, draft order. Uh, <laughs> I have submitted your names into a random list generator. We're going to figure out who's going first. First pick is Matt. I shake my head the whole time. Okay, cool. Second pick, Dan. Third pick, Cat. Fourth pick, Tom. So that means, Tom, in the second round, you will be the first pick, Mm -hmm. which is actually not a bad position. You get a little double dip in there. Don't make him feel better about himself. Um, Okay, Matt, you're up with the first pick. What are you taking and in what category? I should say a lot of these movies will overlap in categories, so you can... You have to tell me the movie, but also what category you're taking it in. So I thought for sure we were just going to do all the blockbuster. We just had to choose in, in no, a no. row here. This is all strategy. You could take a kid's movie first, or you could take a wild card first or a low budget. Wow, this is a lot more pressure yeah. now. I'm not happy about this. Uh, you know, I'm going to go big, and uh, I'd say I'd go home, but I am home. Uh, I'm going to go big, and I'm going to go for blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I'd like Iron Man, please. Wow. Okay. Iron Man goes number one. It set the f- groundwork for the MCU as we know it today. Uh, it's fabulous. Robert Downey Jr. I mean, the whole cast. It. I really don't need to say more than it. It set the foundation for the MCU as we know it today. And I just wanted to make sure I scooped it up while I still could. Okay. Matt takes Iron Man with the first pick. I am up next. Ah, this is this is tough. So it's like there's strategy here. Like, do you go for the movie that you think is best, or are you going more for how you can win a category? I am gonna take The Incredibles, but I'm gonna take it for kids movie. That would have been my choice beyond Iron Man. So um, I don't blame you for that because I think the kids movie category can get a little thin. So I'm gonna go there. Um, love The Incredibles, just pure action probably the best superhero action we've had even though it's animated um we've loved it we watch it all the time uh i think we all like it so i'm just gonna state the obvious it's great would you say it's incredible i would okay two are off the board cat um you are up next with the third pick this is really tricky um there's a lot of options here but like dan said the kids category is pretty thin and we all know how much i love sky high so i'm going to take sky high off the board and mostly just because it is i think 
probably the most underrated movie of all 50 movies that we've watched. And I love it. So that's a good pick. That is a great pick. Round of applause for Cat Rule. Yep. <laughs> Sky High is off the board with the third pick. Tom, you have the fourth and fifth pick, so you get to go twice here. Uh, I've already been just completely neutered by your choices. Just kneecapped. Um, I, I too, was going to gun for that Incredibles pick, um, but the random number generation gods were not on my side. So uh, I will take for Blockbuster. uh, I'm going to take Dark Knight. Okay. Obviously, when people think of superhero movies from this era the dark knight's usually kind of at the <laughs> at the forefront whether or not you think it gets too much credit because uh of the tragic circumstances of heath ledger's death um or just it being on every college door right. boys yeah right like there are definitely <laughs> there's definitely uh optics issues yeah. here but it, it like rewatching it i bump my rating up because it, it really is phenomenally made it's one of the best i've got that and then I was worried about the kids' movie category, um, and then the two obvious choices were picks, and now I don't care as much. I think for my standalone, uh, I'm going to go with Watchmen. That's a good one. Excellent choice. Yeah. Um, It is. I I was legitimately surprised that it held up as well as it did. I was kind of expecting to be disappointed um, because of how much I liked it, but it's still good. It's a one of the more interesting comments on on superheroes uh so i i feel i feel pretty okay with my two my two selections there tom you're definitely going for the film bro audience here you've got dark knight and watchmen <laughs> i like it yeah well i wanted incredibles dan <laughs> okay we go back to cat on your second pick mm. a lot of good value on the board still yeah this is tough it's like do i yeah do you go with uh your favorites or do you go with the categories that are hard to fill. And I'm going to choose in the blockbuster category, I'm going to choose Batman Begins, um, another one of my favorite movies that we watch on here. And I think it's it's my favorite of the Dark Knight trilogy. So Batman Begins it is. Okay. Excellent choice. All right. I'm up with my second pick. Convenient. Um, I am going to go for low budget. I'm going to do Kick-Ass. Yep, that's a jugular move there. It's barely under that low budget. It's not, you know, it's yeah, not it's your cheating. typical. It's Go not, ahead, it's Dan. not your typical indie movie, but it was made on the cheap. So, it does count. I'm going to take Kick-Ass. Um, Kick-Ass, some of it hasn't aged well. We talked about that on the pod, but overall, still really fun. I I will say that that was probably going to be my next pick and I'm really glad that you took it away because of the the film bro <laughs> comment you <laughs> just made. Yeah. yeah, like I, I just I'm glad that that was removed uh, okay. from from the menu for me. All right. So Matt, you are up with your second pick and your third pick. You get Ooh, two in a row. Ooh, I like yes. it. That's how snake draft works. Uh, and I'm not happy about this, but I'm going to take two of my hardest categories and just get them over with. Okay. So low budget, uh-huh. which you've left nothing after taking kick-ass. I was just making sure that I had nothing to choose from. Um, yeah, the problem is Sky High was another good low budget. Yes. Yeah, that got taken. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, so I'm upset with the world. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to choose anger. And so for low budget, I'm going to go with the romp. That is, uh, God, I hate to say this. I feel bad choosing <laughs> such a bad movie, but I think I'm going to go with The Punisher. Okay. That's fair. It's really bad. Yeah. yeah, the first one. It's really bad. 
Um, and I'm very displeased to be choosing it because I would never pick it in a normal circumstance, but I don't have a lot going for me right now. And then your next pick? Uh, and then next pick. <laughs> don't even get me started. Since we're on the train of poor decisions and all the children's movies have been taken that are actually probably pretty decent. Uh, you know what kids like and why I can defend this as a good kids movie? I'm going with Underdog. Okay. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to do it. It's the right choice. I got to do it. You're definitely getting Abby's vote on which has the best team. <laughs> Love you, Abby. Okay. Um, Matt, you've done three now, so I'm up my third pick. I still need Blockbuster, Standalone, and Wild Card. Do I go with my brain or do I go with my heart here? I'd be going against my morals if I did not take Spider-Man 2 here. As your wild card? For my blockbuster. Oh, as your blockbuster. I'm going to take Spider-Man 2. It's the reason we did the podcast. I thought you'd be a greedy little piggy and choose that as your wild card and then choose a different blockbuster. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to hold up my wild card to see if I can get someone else, but... You know, I was a little worried that Cat was going to take Spider-Man 2 in the next round. Just to so. spite you? <laughs> I think I need to take it. So Spider-Man 2, just a great blockbuster. Um, the best of the trilogy. And really, I think, modernized the superhero movie for today. So I'm taking Spider-Man 2. Feeling good about it. Um, I'm happy for you, Dan. So now we go to Cat for her third pick. All right. I'm not going... I'm not... I don't like this. I'm really actually, like, upset about this. But... Thinking of the low budget options we have on here, um, I don't know, like, I don't agree with this being chosen, but because of what I have to work with for low budget, I am going to pick Dr. Horrible. Mm. Tom, how do you feel about that? Uh, That was literally my next pick. Um, (laughs) But I also thought that there was a chance that I might lose that one because I was holding off. But that's a good pick. Not happy yeah. about it. But in terms of like likability of the movies that we've watched so far, that is one of the ones that we all enjoyed, at least. It's mm-hmm. also unique. Yeah. Not sure if it's actually a movie, but we counted it. It's it, For the purpose of this, we can't argue anything about the whether or not it's a superhero movie or right. not. Because I mean, we, it, it was chosen. It is most definitely low budget. It's, yeah. uh, it's not much of whatever it is. Okay, we go to Tom for your third pick. Uh, since Since the three best options in low budget have already been chosen. I'm just going to have to go with my fourth, um, which is push. Uh, I don't remember that movie at all. Really? For sevens. I know. Um, it is not a particularly good movie, but it is better than things like defender or paper man. So that's a fact here. I am push Dan and I, I think we're a little more, uh, forgiving. Um, there was some actual decent stuff in there. Decent concept at the very least. Okay. You're up for your fourth round. Yeah. You still need made for kids and a wild card. Yep. So, uh, again, you know, a lot of the low budget ones were also uh, options for kids. So you had things like Sky High and uh, Underdog. So I'm left with a pretty, like, a pretty okay choice of Megamind. Yeah. It's it's not a, it's not bad. It's, it's entertaining. I, I, you can't be mad about it, but you're also not, like... Hey, look what I got, you know. Yep. It was another one that I liked more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So we got Mega Mine off the board. So Blockbuster, Low Budget, and Made for Kids are all taken. Yes. Everyone just has their wild cards left, right? Um and no, standalone. standalone. Tom has his oh. standalone. Um, the rest of us need it and everyone has a wild card left. So this is where it might get interesting. We're gonna take some standalones that probably aren't great. But yeah. <laughs> Yep, I understand. Um Kat, you're up for your fourth round. I am going to 
pick the crowd favorite and do Scott Pilgrim for this standalone. Mm, yeah, I knew you would. Yeah, I was hoping that would fall to me there, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yes, gouge him. I just, again, like one of the ones that we actually all really enjoyed, and I think it has one of the most rewatchability factors of all the movies that we watched for the podcast. A lot of them are not as fun, and it's a fun one. So fun to rewatch, good soundtrack, goofy. I enjoyed it more the second time watching it than I did the first. Uh, all right, I've got my fourth pick here. Do I go something like The Green Hornet, which was fine, <laughs> not great, or do we go something... Not thrilling. You know what? Actually, this is this is actually pretty obvious. We'll go... Damn it. We'll go yep. Constantine. Damn it. Damn it <laughs> as well. Yeah. We'll go Constantine that for standalone. I, I, when he was like, do I go Green Hornet? I was like, oh shit, he overlooked Constantine. No. <laughs> I still got a shot. We're going Constantine. Um, like I said before, a pleasant surprise. Keanu Reeves can't go wrong. A lot of fun. You know, I'm not thrilled about it, but uh, much like Dan flirted with for standalone, I'm going to go with the Green Hornet. Okay. Recency bias maybe there? Yes. <laughs> the standalone movies are Watchmen, Scott Pilgrim, Constantine, and the Green Hornet. I mean, honestly. A steep drop off. Honestly, that's pretty fair, I think. I, I think you could have put Sky High in that category if you wanted to, but we, we drafted that earlier. Other than that, I think it's a pretty good standalone category. I mean, for having the last pick in the category, I think is pretty good. Okay, so we're into the final round. We all have wild cards left. So basically, you can pick anything that has not been picked. Oh, it's my pick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hot diggity damn it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to pick. Do I go Do I go for an original? Like one of, the, one of the ones that really sets the tone here with like an X-Men or a Spider-Man? Or do I do a, a sequel? Ooh, do I like tag something on? Because I do, I am particular to X2. And I do like Just Iron Man, one. too. Well, I'm thinking my thoughts. I'm thinking my thoughts. Dan got to say or pretend like he wasn't going to pick Constantine. I want to be able to bullshit <laughs> a little bit before I make a big decision. Who goes after me? Me. Oh, what can I do to screw over Dan? <laughs> Valid point. Best way to do it. That's who, so silly. Who goes after you, Dan? Cat. I, again, you I, know what? I do feel here like I'm getting, um, I'm getting leftovers. Yeah. So, although you got a good first couple rounds there, Tom. I don't you, know. You, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have a, a you're gonna a have worthwhile team, but it is definitely like I have to scroll down on my list to see. Okay, that's probably gonna be taken. That's probably gonna be taken. Right. That's probably gonna be taken. So here's my reasoning here of what I'm about to pick is that I could have gone with something big. I've already got Iron Man. I don't need a first movie. Um, I think I've already covered that. Um, what I'm going to go for is what I feel like is truly a wild card in this situation because it's different. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with Unbreakable. Son of a ah. bitch. Yep, it feels like the choice. right choice. That's what I was gonna pick. Uh, once again, though, you've removed the film bro option from my menu, so I appreciate that a little bit. I don't bit. know if it's a film bro. That's, it, a, that's a good option, though. kind of like, is, but... It is, it? it is a good choice. That's what I was going to pick. I think, I think it's a good pick. I think it's overlooked because we did it so long ago. And the sequels haven't been as great. I'm really just taking it as its movie, right. which is all we can do. At which this we point. all liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's a great, best. it's a great movie, and it, it does have a very um, adamant fan base. <laughs> well, the the wild card aspect of it is I don't think people expected it right. to be great, and I think I don't really know what we're defining this subject is, but it is a wild card. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the right spirit. I, I, I'm going to go probably more blockbuster. Just because there's not a lot of other ones left, like what well, Unbreakable was a good pick yeah. for that. Uh, you could go something like like Blade Two or like no. You you could go like a Hellboy here is more of a wild card. That um, would be a wild card. But I, I don't. Hancock could be a, a wild card. I didn't card. like Hancock. Um, 
Iron Man 2 is a potential, but I'm going to go with X2. Yep. I want to get an X-Men on my team. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's... that's the best of the trilogy. So I've got Spider-Man 2 and X2. I'm feeling good about that. I, I, do think that uh, I do think that X2 is kind of one of the big ones left. Although I do remember watching it for the podcast and thinking it didn't hold up as well as I wanted it to. Right. But I'm with you. Even so, I think it's better than the first one, better than the third one. And we didn't talk about villains, but Stryker is a great villain. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about that. I'm feeling good about my team. Kat, you've got one pick left. What are you taking? Yeah, as um, a little MCU bitch, I feel bad that I don't have any Marvel movies on my list. Um, I'm going to pick the first Spider-Man. It set the tone for um, the trilogy of that Spider-Man movies, even though obviously the third one is more of a meme than anything. But Willem Dafoe is so great. Um, And... We got J.K. Simmons, um, J. Jonah Jameson. So I'm picking Spider-Man. I won't lie. I, I do think I, if you'd asked me what you were going to pick, for some reason I thought you were going to pick Iron Man 2. I yeah, really me did. Too. Yeah. I thought about it, but I feel like Spider-Man, Spider-Man's a better movie than Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. Like I like Iron Man more, and right. I would probably... May, I would maybe even rewatch Iron Man 2 more likely than I would rewatch Spider-Man, but I got to go with the better movie. That's okay. Fair. Tom, you have one pick left. Close this out. This is the end of the draft. What of the scraps would you like, Tom? So, so we you know, we kind of all talked about like if you want to go true wild card something like Hellboy 2, you know, um I just I have to go here with like pure ranking, and uh, I have one movie ahead of Hellboy two, and that is the first X Men movie. I figured that would be a good one. Yeah, I mean, it started this podcast off. It it kind of kicked off uh, the the superhero movie craze in a way that Blade couldn't because of its uh, limited audience. You know, it's it's maybe not quite as as good or memorable as X two. But it, it really is a, a strong foundation. You have, particularly talking about great villains, we have our Magneto origin. We have the stuff with, with him and Charles. And then you also kick off Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which can't argue with that. Huge Jackman. Yeah. So um, it is, it's maybe overshadowed a bit, but but just quality. This is This is one of the best options I got left. Okay. So let's do a recap. So everyone has their team of five. This is, you know, if you had to, if you're on a desert island, you have five superhero movies from the years 2000 to 2010. This is what you picked, essentially. Matt, you have on your team Iron Man, The Punisher, Underdog, The Green Hornet, and Unbreakable. I feel great about all those but one, Dan. It is a kind of a funny mix, but it's also a very Matt mix in that it's like just weird and not understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, you know that there's a process there, but you just don't quite understand the brain that created it. You can you can see that there was a cadence, but you don't <laughs> understand the rhyme. I'm feeling pretty good about my team. I've got Spider-Man 2, Kick-Ass, The Incredibles, Constantine, and X2. That might be the most solid list. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. I, I think that's the best. I think Cat might be, have me beat, though. So Cat has Batman Begins... Dr. Horrible, Sky High, Scott Pilgrim, and Spider-Man. I That's pretty personally good can't argue for that because I don't feel like two of those should be there. Okay. 
And then, Tom, you also have a pretty good list. Dark Knight, Push, Megamind, Watchmen, and X-Men. Push looks like you typed in the wrong movie. When I look at that list, it looks like you were searching things, and Push, for some reason, you, just... You're right. Most... I meant I meant Precious, based on the <laughs> novel Push by Sapphire. A true, yes. true hero. Um, yeah, Push is definitely is definitely a weaker link. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I feel similarly to Push how I feel, too, with like Megamind. But with Megamind, it's a kid's movie, so you're just more much more forgiving. Um, Everybody but, has a weak spot on their list. Yeah, and the sure. only one I'm not seeing is Dan doesn't have a weak spot. Unless you're going to... I guess if I was going to nitpick something, it might be Kick-Ass I'd nitpick so more than Constantine. That's what I, I agree. I think Kick-Ass is the one where, like, yeah, that's the right choice. But it also, you just, like... You don't feel as great about it. Whereas something like Constantine, uh, I feel like you can kind of feel like you're championing. championing. I something? can't say that. No, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I, I would say, though, if we were going to put this to a vote for like a general audience, um, you know, I, like, I, th- I feel pretty good about my team, but I think some people love certain movies so much that they might vote the entire team just based on a movie. So, yeah. like, Cat has Scott Pilgrim and Batman Begins have a lot of you know, supporters, Tom with Dark Knight and Watchmen, you're going to get a lot of support there. Anyway, that was fun. Did you guys have fun with that? I did have fun with this. Yeah. Okay. I would do this at 100. I don't. I mean, I don't know if, if we feel like we need to declare a winner. Uh, maybe the audience can tell us who won. No, I'm, I'm willing to do that. I would vote Dan as the winner, and I know he would probably vote for himself as well, so I think Dan probably wins. Unless I, think, you two... I, I think in terms of which persons would you want to watch? Like, if you had to watch all in a day, who would you pick? Dan has the best list. I'm. He just sits my. I would vote. for sure pick my own lineup. For I, I, I think <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd vote Cat too. I think. Oh, okay. So two votes for Cat, one like, vote for Dan. I probably go Dan. So here so we are. It truly is a. a I toss think up. that Dan's list is maybe like the objectively like the better movies list, but then I think, um, like the list that I made is the mo- is a more accessible. Yeah, I get like personally, I'd probably prefer to watch Cats, but I think Dan's got the the better combo for for superheroes. Tom's definitely got the longest one with Watchmen <laughs> and Dark Knight on there. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I feel like mine is like high highs and lower lows, you sure. know. And my list is uniquely me. I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the ones we did not pick. Some bigger ones we did not pick. Either of the Hellboy movies. No Jonah Hex. Neither of the Blade movies. <laughs> no Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No Fantastic Fours. I, I'm a little surprised Iron Man 2 didn't make it on someone's yeah, list. Yeah, I've been close. And that was that was an option for me. Um, I think in a normal world, I might have suggested that instead of Unbreakable, but the whole wild card thing to me, Unbreakable feels like a wild I, card. I would definitely pick Unbreakable over Iron Man 2. I was willing to pick x-men 3 as a wild card if it got down to that because i think that is kind of a fun wild card yeah i it has my, its moments my other like two options uh for wild card would have been hellboy 2 and x-men 3 mm-hmm. all right we've got one more question and that is looking forward yes of the next 50 movies what are you looking forward to the most uh, so i've got a few here mm-hmm. i um I, I, I kind of broke it down into things I have seen before and things that I've yet to see. So, you know, ones I've seen, obviously, the first Avengers. Not the first Avenger, as in Captain America, but Avengers. Yes. Um, and then getting into kind of the next phase of the MCU, uh, Winter Soldier is one that just, it shakes things up that I, I really love. Um, and then my other one there is, honestly, like, one of the ones I was most excited to, to revisit in general, is Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a movie that I really loved, and I think I just saw it the once. 
So yeah, just the whole emotional journey uh, with Hugh Jackman, like we started with X-Men and then to get up to Logan, I think will be, it will be really cool to revisit that having done this. Um, and then there's a few I haven't seen. Um, Super is one that I was always kind of interested in. Uh, just it looks weird and quirky. Uh, and then there are a few that I are like notoriously bad that I haven't seen that I'm looking forward to. So uh, Green Lantern, I'm curious about. And I somehow have not seen the Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies. So Oh, oh that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, it was something where I was waiting to watch it with Abby, and then it just never happened, and I never saw it. So They're not good, but Andrew Garfield is a national treasure. Yeah. Well, international. Yeah, international <laughs> treasure. Yeah. But. So so I've got a few here that I'm looking forward to. I think you, what you said about like a lot of these you've only seen once, I think that's true. I think the first 50 were a lot of movies I grew up with watching five, six times and just know them really well. These movies, especially the MCU ones, I've only seen once, maybe twice. I know that's different for you, Matt and Kat, maybe, but um, <laughs> a lot of them I remember watching and I have thoughts about them, but I'd be curious to see now that we've got, you know, 30 MCU movies, what do I think about Thor now? You know, so things like Thor, I notoriously don't like the first Captain America movie. I hope you change your mind. Well, Dan. that's what I'm kind of curious about. Like I Is that one of the ones you've only seen? I've once? only seen it once. Okay. I saw it in theaters and it's been 10 years, so I'm just kind of curious to see how I feel about I, that. Now. I definitely appreciated that more after watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. Other than that, I'm looking forward to The Wolverine. Not Logan Logan's great, but The Wolverine, the Japanese inspired mm-hmm. Wolverine movie. I saw it one time remember really liking it so i think we saw it in theaters we the did. three of us yeah and again i haven't seen that since i so, don't think yeah. looking forward to that i'm looking forward to uh one of the few movies on this list that i haven't seen i mean there's some that i've never heard of that i'm like i don't know if that's a real movie uh but one that i know that is a real movie uh that i'm excited to see is chronicle mm. which is a found footage one which is why i've usually like stayed away from it but i have a very good friend that seems to like it quite a bit so i'm looking forward to seeing it of the next 50, I feel like I've seen quite a few of them. So the two that I haven't seen that I'm looking forward to watching, even though I don't really have a lot of expectations for either, are Super and Kick-Ass 2. The ones that I have seen that I'm looking forward to revisiting, I've seen all the MCU movies what feels like at least a dozen times, but obviously um, as a Chris Evans stan, it would be a shame for me to not say Captain America as well. Um, I'm also looking forward to, for the laughs, like not for anything but the laughs, I think that it will be pretty funny when we get to Suicide Squad. God damn it, I'm already mad it's uh, it's definitely gonna be like a like a cocktails and record episode so another episode that i'm just remembering it's listed i've never seen x-men apocalypse mm-hmm. and this is the reason that i will finally watch it uh, I, i've heard not great things i i've seen apocalypse i have not seen dark phoenix Ooh, that's not in this 50 thank god. yeah thank, thank god thank goodness <laughs> we can only get one x-men flop per 50 episodes all right, so we've got a lot of good stuff. Like we said, early MCU, all the way all basically to like Infinity War. Base, you know. That's wild. I mean, maybe not quite Infinity War, but at least like Spider-Man Homecoming will be in this 50. Yeah, um, that is pretty crazy to think um, about. So things like that. We've got Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ooh. We've got... I, I am curious to revisit Man of Steel, though. Yeah, yeah that I'm in yeah. for. We've got things like the Lego Batman movie. That'll be fun, yeah. Captain Underpants. I like that. I like that bunch of x-men stuff we do have first class coming up soon big hero six. Oh yeah i kind of forgot about yeah, that that so. is a show now which i or a baymax show yeah. yeah so good stuff 
thank you everyone for listening for 50 episodes we really appreciate it it's great to hear from some of the fans out there yeah leaving reviews send us a message messaging. yeah even if you hate us let us know yeah so next time we should say we are starting off this next 50 with super from 2011 it's like half of what we do yeah we might have a special guest for that episode oh starring rain wilson and i think it's um, we have a rain wilson coming <laughs> yeah sorry it's um james gunn Yep. Oh, he directed it? He did. Yep. And huh. El- Elliot Page. and Yeah. So the soundtrack will be cool. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> or they couldn't have, they didn't have enough money to buy it. The budget, a, yeah. Is this a low budget movie, Dick? I think so, yeah. Oh, something for the draft next time to right. consider. Exactly. Okay, so we'll end it there. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Facebook and Twitter if you want to get a hold of us. And we will see you next time. Oh,